Hey, EFMC, this is Pastor Timothy with your five-minute walk into Romans chapter 12. When you look back on the year 2020, how will you remember it? What will be the first thing to come to mind? No doubt COVID-19 will be the single most thing to stand out. Who would have thought, though, that in an election year, especially with how divided our nation has been over the last four years, that the one thing we would be most cognizant of would be this pandemic. Now let's zoom out a little from an individual level and examine this question from the perspective of the church. What do you think will be the first thing people will think of the church in the year 2020? Looking back on it, how it was closed for several months, how it was rendered useless or irrelevant? I certainly hope not. There's no doubt that since this pandemic began, it has had negative effects on churches everywhere. Any organization that relies upon the gathering of people have been affected. But if there's one thing that I've seen, it's the resilience and faithfulness of those who make up the church. We all know that what makes a church is not simply the physical building, but the people inside of it. For the last 2,000 years, Satan has been trying to destroy the church by all sorts of means and methods. But for over 2,000 years, the church continues to thrive and grow despite the best attempt of Satan. So while these last few months have been difficult and trying, don't get me wrong, They've also been encouraging because the message of the gospel of Christ continues to be preached. And I don't believe this is a coincidence. Rather, I am convinced that the church, and our church specifically, continues to be defined by one word, love. You know, in Romans chapter 12, beginning in verse 9, we read these words. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And don't think you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. You know, it's very easy to pay lip service when it comes to loving others, especially when we feel like they are on our side, so to speak. But Jesus said in Luke 6, if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. Just when we think we had this whole love thing down, Jesus has to come and take it a step further. Jesus is kind of funny that way, isn't he? In our passage though, in Romans, Paul continues in verse 20 and 21, saying these words quoted from the book of Proverbs. If your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their heads. 
Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. As we look toward the long-term viability of the church, no doubt a major part will be our ability to love those with whom we disagree. This, of course, applies not only within our church community, but especially outside of it. 2020 has been a year that's been so polarizing. It seems like everything we can disagree on, we do. Some people want the churches open, some think they should be closed or refuse to come, and each judges the other. Some are for masks, some against. Some are for the kids going back to school, some against. In this election year, some will vote one way and some another, and be very vocal about it on social media. Wherever you come down on any of these issues, while important, they should not in any way affect how you love others. Jesus said, as Christians, we will be known by our love. So how are you loving others today? How specifically are you loving those with whom you disagree? If you find yourself more apt to get in a Facebook fight with someone rather than loving on them, ask yourself, do my actions or my words show them that I am a follower of Christ? Do they bring unity or discord? It is through the church's love of others on the outside that we will continue to thrive in the midst of hardship. Until next time, show the world who you are by how you love. Take care.